Welcome to the Fight for Yourself podcast. I'm Michelle O'Connor, and I'm transforming my life one little choice at a time. Let's do this. Episode 2, Choose Your Own Distraction. Well, hi friends. I am sitting in my office on a Sunday morning in a beautifully quiet house with a big jar of coffee, and I want to talk about what's on my mind this morning. And really, that is about how we've become distraction masters. Um, What do I mean by that? I mean that we are so bombarded with so many ways to distract ourselves from the way that we are feeling uh, that we have become masters at it. It seems like we will do almost anything not to feel, not to be with ourselves, just alone, hear our thoughts, and feel the feelings that are going on in our body. Seriously, if you think about it, much of our behavior is driven by a fear of feeling. When I look at my life and those around me, I'm noticing a common theme that's going on. I mean, our world today is filled with so many distractions that it's very easy to find a way to distract yourself from being in touch with what's going on with you. I often think of this as like a choose-your-own-distraction. Did you all read those choose-your-own-adventure books uh, when you were young? I know I did. I may be dating myself, but uh, that's okay. I think where I'm at is fabulous. Um, But when I was growing up, there was choose-your-own-adventure books. And depending on what choice you made in each given moment, the story would take another turn and go down a different tributary. Like if you are faced with a bear in the book, let's say, If you choose to fight the bear, the story goes in a way different direction than if you choose to, say, run from the bear. It's the same in real life. In fact, I think we're definitely, more often than not, choosing to run from the bear. Um, And I think that the bear gets bigger and bigger the more we run from it. And so we choose our own distraction. Um, It fills our lives with things that and activities that distract us from basically ourselves. Um, Instead of being in tune with what's coming up as a feeling, we are eating too much. I think just about everyone I know has eaten, not just for fuel, but for a feeling, to get away from a feeling or to create that feeling of um, a full, satisfied body, which can cover up the vibration of the emotion you're feeling. Uh, We are working too much. I I see this so much where people are just working, working, working themselves to the bone and because that distracts your mind from anything else that's going on. So if you're focused on one thing, you can forget about the others. Uh, We are worrying and gossiping too much. I see these things as being the same. Uh, If you're worrying and gossiping, you're focused on an outside element. Um, You're focused on other people's problems. 
or a future problem. And if you're focused on that, you're not in touch with what's going on with you in the moment. We are definitely drinking too much. We're shopping too much. I mean, so many of us love to buy that shiny new thing because it feels great in the moment, right? It's just awesome. You buy something cool and uh, makes you feel good for the rest of the day, uh, but then it fades away and what was going on underneath is still there. We are definitely using our devices, TV, computer, phones, good grief, the phones, to distract us from what we're feeling. So this distraction is, is very prevalent, and it is like a, a sneaky snake that goes throughout our day, especially with the phones. If there's ever a moment that we get to just sit and be quiet, we do not let that happen. We're looking at our phones. We're just constantly looking at our phones. Um, of course, this isn't true for everyone, but I do think it's something we really need to pay attention. That sneaky snake of our phone distraction and social media really is something that we need to take a look at because it's distracting us from just sitting and being. Brooke Castillo from the Life Coach School podcast calls these distractions buffers. First of all, I have to say the Life Coach School podcast is a fabulous self-development show that I'm so obsessed with. And so I highly recommend her if you haven't already listened. But she calls these distractions buffers. And since I heard her say that, I knew exactly what she was talking about. She says you can tell whether something is a buffer by one, there is a negative consequence to the action. So is there a bad effect that will happen from what you're doing in the moment? An example of that would be gaining unwanted weight from buffer eating or draining your bank account from buffer shopping. So is there a negative consequence to the action that you're doing? And number two, she says, are you using it to avoid negative emotion? Are you buffer working nonstop to avoid relationships at home? Or are you gorging out in the break room because you had a disagreement with your boss? So the way that you can tell whether you are buffering is one, there's a negative consequence to the action. And two, are you using it to avoid negative emotion? There are so many ways that distraction buffering plays out in our lives, especially if we aren't in the awareness space. I often find myself operating on autopilot. I call it sleep living. And it's always my hope to wake up. I'm always trying to slap myself into waking up and notice when I'm sleep living and put my awareness and tension back in line. It's almost like meditating where you, your thoughts fade off and you're in a dreamland and then you snap back snap back, always kind of taking those thoughts and bringing it back to the forefront. That's what I do and try to do in my life to be aware of what's going on with myself in any given moment. It's in those awareness pockets that I ask, what are you avoiding, Michelle Denise? Seriously, look at it, feel it in your body, process the emotions. And one of the biggest things I've learned when I do this, which is always an ongoing process, I by no means have mastered this, 
is that when I do look at what's going on with me and process the emotions, it is never as bad as you've made it out to be. The bear is never as big as we thought it was. Awareness and dealing with emotions in the moment is where it's at. I'm telling you, I've been trying to really make this uh, awareness part of who I am. Being aware of what am I doing to distract myself and what am I avoiding by doing it. This practice of trying to stay aware or at least redirect back into awareness is quite tiring. In fact, I just said to a friend of mine, awareness is exhausting. It really is, but it's also so worth it, and it does start to get easier. I know for myself, it has started to become easier to redirect back to what's going on with me instead of floating off into whatever distraction I've chosen in the moment. And nothing is more important than that, in my opinion. Um, because if you're avoiding emotions and feelings as they come up, our distractions can really get out of control very easily. I know for myself, it just comes naturally to veer off into a distraction land um, instead of just being aware. And so it becomes a way of life. It truly does. Uh, one of the biggest, biggest distractions that I left out earlier when I was kind of going over some standard ones, is being busy. We have made ourselves so busy that we don't have a second to stop and think about what's going on with us. Is that you? I know it's definitely me. Being busy is a form of distraction in itself. So if we're not aware of what's going on with us and how we're distracting, these Distractions will become a problem. Um, all of a sudden, you will turn around and you've got a spending problem or a drinking problem or an eating problem or a gambling problem or even just a busyness problem. We lose control, and when that is actually what we were after in the first place is controlling, controlling our minds away from the emotions that we're feeling in our bodies. Control of feelings with a temporary distraction of the moment. Sure, we feel great after buying a shiny new thing or even immersing ourselves in a Netflix binge. I mean, I have done that definitely. Especially in the winter, I'll Netflix a show or a movie and I just jump right into someone else's storyline. What a great way to distract ourselves from our own storyline. But over time, these things can really become an issue. And frankly, these distractions are just shallow highs that don't last. And it doesn't facilitate true happiness and serenity. And we end up feeling worse if we don't look at the bear. The bear gets bigger. The bear gets mad and will show up in other ways. I see this in myself so much. I have buffered in so many ways throughout my life, switching from one thing to another. And as I've worked so hard in the last year and a half to transform my behavior and, and my mind into a healthy zone, it's become more and more clear how I've done that. 
Um, and all of these things that I've been stuffing and buffering are coming up for air. So that's fun. <laughs> all of the things that I've been stuffing are seeing the light of day. And I've been committed to just looking at them and processing them, um, which is difficult. It makes me really want to buffer even more. It makes me want to distract myself even more. Um, but I'm committed to looking at it. And what I've realized is by processing things that come up, it's much better in the end. I feel so much more healthy. I'm able to feel the discomfort in the moment. But in the long run, I have much more peace and comfort overall. I truly am determined to deal with each of these special feelings <laughs> as they come up. It doesn't mean I'm perfect at it, but I am determined to try and do my best um, because I know it actually makes my body sick not to deal with it. And the alternative is unresolved stress uh, and the accompanying hormones in my body and the other ways that negative stress shows up in me. And on top of that, the repercussions of whatever distraction buffer I'm choosing at the moment. And I've tried a ton of these tactics and ended up overweight, sick, unhappy. And it was only by changing small behaviors one at a time and dedicating myself to processing emotion as it comes up that I have made such a huge transformation over the last year and a half. I'm not just talking physically. Although I really have surprised myself in my newly found strength and athletic ability, but also mentally clearing out old modes of operating, just upgrading, y'all, <laughs> and consistently doing the daily work. And truly, it is daily work, sometimes hourly work. Um, but I'm finding a real strength in that, knowing that I can deal with whatever comes up for me, I can deal. I want to give you an example of how I've switched my thinking and behavior. Yesterday was a prime example of denying my urge to distract and buffer. I was in my hometown of Portland, Oregon, and decided to visit my dad's grave. Uh, other than the funeral, which was a few years ago, I had not been back to the cemetery and seen his headstone. And that was a big yikes for me. All of the emotion came up. Seeing my father's life reduced to a headstone among thousands of other headstones was devastating. It was a stab in my heart. I kept feeling... Things like, you mattered. I just wanted to talk to him and say, you mattered. And you're not just a headstone among headstones. And so a lot of stuff was coming up. Um, I paid my respects to him, kneeled and cleared his space of grass and leaves and let the tears fall right on his engraved name. When I got back into the car, to drive home. I immediately wanted to eat. I mean, it was overwhelming. I wanted to eat. Old habits die hard for sure. 
So I went to a quickie restaurant, Burgerville, and I almost just went for it. Crunchy fried goodness sounded like the comfort blanket I was in the mood for. Yep, yum, that sounds good. Filling up on delicious fried over salty heaven would have put me in a bit of a coma for a while. Um, and that sounded pretty good compared to the grief that I was feeling so deeply in my gut at the time. So I ordered it big basket of crunchy fried chicken with tons of fries. And then at the last moment, after I ordered it, I changed it. I changed it to a much healthier lean protein salad. Now that is progress. It would not have been a big deal to, to eat the chicken um, and french fries. Really, truly, it's not a big deal. And it wouldn't have been the end of the world. But a lifetime of making these choices has had huge repercussions on me and I needed to get aware. It was important for me to get aware in that moment. And it was important for me and is important for me to break the cycle. My father was unable to break the cycle and overeating truly cost him his life. And I don't choose to live my life the same way. I'm trying my best to get better, to be better, to make him proud, to make myself proud. So I celebrate that little choice. That little choice is a victory, and I celebrate all of these little victories. I truly do, because I know how much awareness it took of how I operate, how I distract, how I buffer, instead of feeling the negative emotion and dealing with it. So um, I celebrate that little victory, and that truly is an example um, that was just really obvious for me. And that only came through all of this work I've done in trying to be aware of, of how I operate. I think that we all buffer. I know we do. I've known a lot of folks in my life and I've seen it in varying degrees, and I know that I can't be the only one that does this, especially in our world today where we are just, we've got tons of things flying at us, opportunities to do all kinds of things and distract with all kinds of things. So I have a couple questions to ask you as I wrap this up. How are you distracting yourself from feelings in your life? What is the price you pay for keeping that as a way of operating and navigating throughout your day? What's going to happen if you just feel the feelings in your body? That nervousness you have to head into this meeting at work? Just feel it. Where is it? Is it in your gut? Is your heart racing? So what's going to happen if you just focus in on that and feel the feelings and process them on the spot? I know we can do better and that there's a next level of life that we can live. Um, we deserve better. So I am doing this in my own life and I encourage you to as well to lean into the hard work it takes to be aware. Just lean into it. Turn around and look at the bear. 
wake up and be conscious of our natural desire to keep things easy in the moment, um, but ultimately pay a bigger price overall in our lives when we don't just deal with it. So that's my thoughts for today. I'm going to keep fighting for myself. I know that. And I really hope you do too, because you deserve it. Thank you for listening to my story. Every download means so much to me, and if this message means something to you, please write a review in iTunes, share our Insta posts, and check out fightforyourself.net if you need a little inspiration. Remember, reviews in iTunes mean we reach more people with a message of everyday empowerment. Thank you for listening to this one, and I hope you stick with me for future episodes because... I have so much more to say.